We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Here at the Black Information Network, we know how important it is for you to start your week off energized, engaged, and enlightened. There are always major stories that break over the weekend, and we feel you should know about the ones we are talking about today. So stay tuned for our weekend recap, featuring BIN correspondent and the host of Civic Cipher, Q Ward. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. All right, Q, my man, how was your weekend? My weekend was eventful, brother. Um, but your brother is tired, man. A lot of traveling, a lot of long flights across the pond. So just trying to get my my feet back up under me. Well, um, speaking of being across the pond, I'm sure you were made aware of the news coming out of Europe with respect to the security detail, I believe, for Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Sometimes people meet at the intersection of F around and find out. <laughs> and that's what this story sounds like to me. Okay. So give us more. Well, the the gentlemen uh, that were involved in the story, okay. um, I think belong to some type of protection group. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. And were, were found to be saying some insensitive things. I'm trying to, you know, do my my politically correct less mad <laughs> version <laughs> I know what you mean. political correspondent tone. Sure. You know, it's been an interesting ride for them. You know, they, they seem to be caught off guard by racism and bigotry in the Royal family, which seems strange, but I guess when you're Prince Harry, you think that your family will support you more than their, you know, seemingly undying loyalty to racism and bigotry and colonialism and everything that comes with that. And, and, you know, once again, he had to learn what had to be a very, very difficult lesson. And it's that white supremacy did not get where it is by playing fair. It did not get where it is by being polite or kind or empathetic to you specifically, and especially not your black woman that you brought into their family and your brown child. So, 
Um, I wish I could say I was shocked and surprised by the story when I read it. Um, maybe more so that there's, you know, seemingly going to be some accountability there. Or have you heard anything on that front? Yeah, yeah. So basically, this is what I got from Newsweek. The six men who were charged for making racist comments in a, in their WhatsApp messages, uh, they were all in their 60s and they all served time in the Diplomatic Protection Group, which is more or less kind of their equivalent to Secret Service, I guess. Right. Again, they they protect government buildings, embassies, residencies, including the prime minister's residence in 10 Downing Street and Westminster Palace and so forth. So in their group chat, they were saying some apparently very racist things about the couple. And it was enough to get them fired. That What they've said hasn't been released, but it has been uh, released that they were talking about Rwanda. They were talking about Pakistan. Just a lot of racist language there that was unbecoming of a member of the diplomatic protection group. And so they've all lost their jobs as a result of that. So it would be cool to live in a world where people like that, just by the the nature of their mindset, wouldn't even be considered for jobs like that. But I, I guess the way these systems are constructed, it's very, very easy to blend in or hide those ideas in, in spaces that you feel comfortable in. And when you realize people are like minded, then you start to spew that stuff a little bit more freely. Uh-huh. Um, curious to how they got caught though with, with WhatsApp's end-to-end encryption. I wonder how that stuff was made public, or if somebody was a whistleblower. Well, I guess it's not that end-to-end encrypted after all. But I mean, I'm, in my estimation, they got exactly what they deserve because obviously you don't want people harboring those extremist views, those racist views, in a position uh, of protection. Because when you know the time comes, you know you might find that they might not do their job after all. And so um, not a risk worth taking. Anyway. I'm sure, I'm sure they deserve much worse than what they got, but at least there's something. Yeah, that's not nothing and we'll take it. So another thing that has been happening is, well, obviously Donald Trump's indictments, uh, you know, that's been all over the news, but for folks who've been indictmented out, <laughs> Donald Trump is back in the news because I guess he's skipping the Republican debates. You heard about this? Of course I have. All right. Um, and once again, not shocked at all. Uh, I, I've noticed, and I'm sure you have as well, that his lead over the other potential candidates was already pretty, you know, he was already ahead by a pretty large margin. But oh, yeah. his approval ratings and his lead have increased since these indictments. Yeah. So if you're him, you're sitting at home like, listen, man, I know what my people want. Okay, they want this racism. <laughs> they want they want this bigotry. They want this lawlessness. They want this fake, smart, blatant ignorance. That's what they want. They don't want to see me get mopped up in a debate. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for those people who, you know, might be, you know, still in that space where a debate could swing them, I don't even want to give, you know, any of my opponents that opportunity. Because I know that I'm not very smart. And if I get on these debates with everything that's going on, somebody might make a fool of me. So I understand that there's nothing that I could do to lose the support of those that support me. So all I got to do is just stay out the way. I'm already, you know, I'm already going to be the candidate from where I sit. So why would I even give anybody an opportunity to ruin that for me? Yeah, exactly. There's a there's a strategic advantage to him suggesting that he wants to forego the 
Republican debates. And when you when you look at it, it like you said, it makes perfect sense. CBS has him at a 62 percent of Republican support um, with Ron DeSantis at 16. And that's his closest competitor. Um, and then everyone else has less than 10 percent. So they're not Good really gracious, man. <laughs> well, I mean, he built this platform and as it turned out, it it worked very well. Um, and so, like you said, he, all he has to do is just lay back, kick it and enjoy the ride. Um, I got a quote from him. He says, uh, the public knows who I am and what a successful presidency I had. Oh, um, wow. This is what he put on Truth Social, his social media. App. How many times was he impeached? Uh, I believe it was twice he was impeached. Okay. Very, very successful. President. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then he goes on to say, I will therefore not be doing the debates. And so um, that's the latest with uh, the former president. Black Information Network correspondent and the host of Civic Cypher, Q Ward, is here with us discussing the weekend's major stories. As promised, we're keeping up with what's going on in Maui. Um, so give us the latest on what's going on in Hawaii. Um, so the, the really difficult part for me, and I'm sure this is something that you can relate to on a personal level, and then we'll get into the more you know broad scope of it. I got really, really close personal friends that are, you know, some from Hawaii, some still live there. Yeah. And, you know, when you're going through these opportunities to try to donate money, you know, you're typically looking at broad organizations like Red Cross and, you know what I mean, where you can send money to help in a relief campaign on some national level. I'm getting links from personal friends of mine, you know what I mean, who don't have homes anymore or who lost friends and family. And that part has been incredibly difficult, man, because I'm talking about close friends, people that I love, people that, you know, that I spent time with, spent birthdays with and attended their weddings and, you know, held their kids. So that's the part about this that has been a little bit different where typically like there's a hurricane or there's some type of big natural disaster where we're all collectively trying to donate to a cause to help people in general. This time, those efforts came via personal text messages. You know what I mean? Like friends of mine, like, hey, my family, my home, you know, my house, my friends, that that part has been really difficult. Um, and I guess, you know, there's a. There's like an ongoing disappointment in our government's infrastructure where we sent hundreds of billions of dollars to support another country in war. And, you know not even 10% of that to help our own people as they deal with tragedy, the, 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 the seeming uh, political and financial agenda of our government to support when it makes fiscal sense for them um, in, in situations where I'm assuming that there's some fiscal reward for the billions of dollars that we're sending overseas to help. And then when things happen to our people, especially our Islanders, when it comes to Puerto Rico, when it comes to Hawaii, a lot slower in response and a lot less money yeah. you know, to help our own people. And it's incredibly discouraging and, you know, kind of more of the same. Um, there's a frustration in highlighting these things and pointing them out and expressing the frustration and then seeing nothing change. Um, but, you know, what can we do, bro? You know, I know the death toll is still, they're still adding to that. Yeah. Um, and already, I think one of the largest in the history of the country. Sure. Uh, at last count, um, it was up to 114 and there's potentially a thousand more that are still unaccounted for. Um, I, I remember the original number was, uh, 
2,000, over 2,000 that were unaccounted for. But once they restored cell phone service to the island, um, people started making, you know, connections and finding out where other folks were who had escaped the fire. So the problem with the uh, amount missing is that it's hard to tell because, you know, it's a tourist attraction. So there's yeah, people there. You got there. a mixture of, of tourists and residents. Exactly. And so um, that's why it's kind of hard to pin that down. And typically things like this were on, on the scale. It's tough to get a, an exact number. But the reason the number is so high is because of that. Um, also, it, they're having a tough time identifying the the victims, the 114 people. They, they have, they're having trouble identifying who they are. I think they only have about nine that are uh, identified so far. Um, because the dental offices were burned down, oh, it wow. kind of gives you a sense of the scale of the whole thing. You know, they yeah. don't, they can't get to the records and a lot of the locals and you know what I mean? Um, on top of that, um, the FBI is opening a site where people can provide DNA samples that can be matched to the remains that they have collected just to see who's who, um, connect them with family and that sort of thing. Because obviously when you're in a fire and there's no dental record, no dental office, I know it's a little grim, but this is kind of where we are with this. And I think that this gives you a sense of exactly how intense of an experience this was for the people of this island. The next day, people didn't have a towel. They didn't have a shower. They didn't have toilet paper. Where's the food coming from? Where's I don't have a car. I don't I have these things that I had in the water as I was doing my best to stay away from the fire. And yeah, just trying to stay alive, you know? Yeah. And that's all I have. And I don't I I can't turn on a light because I don't own a light, <laughs> you know? So um, I think it's important that we all keep that in mind. Um, this is obviously we said we were going to keep track of this. And this is more than just a death toll. This is. You know, there's people's lives, people who have to rebuild, people that will never fully rebuild. And it's it's a lot easier to imagine ourselves in their position and what we would want when we paint the picture more fully. Um, so those who can, you know, support how you can. And those who can't, you know, often well wishes and cultivating positivity, that is something. So keep our brothers and sisters in, in Maui in mind and uh, we'll keep reporting on the story as it continues to come to light. So with that in mind, I'd like to thank you again very much for your time and your insight. Once again, today's guest is BIN correspondent and the host of Civic Cipher Q Ward. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show was produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I am your host, Ramses Ja on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.